The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. The power I have is to be the best version of myself. I have the power to create an opportunity for myself and for others. I am not afraid of storms for I am learning to sail my ship. No one can make me feel inferior without my consent. If society tells me I can't, I respond saying I will. I will reach my destiny. I will be a conqueror. I will be who I am called to be. If God is for me, who can be against me? I have what it takes to be a victorious, independent, and fearless woman because I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. Let's get into the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Born and Perfectly Perfect podcast. I am your host, Winter Cherie. I am so excited to get into this podcast today on this Thursday, and I cannot wait to share with you the tools and the resources that I have for you today, and I hope that you enjoy listening. Let's do this. What's up? It's Thursday. Your girl is here, and I have a special guest today, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And if you have been following me on Instagram, you have seen tons of funny stories, laughter, (laughs) good times. We're never going to grow up. We are truly the biggest kids that you will ever meet. So I have my girl, Key, in the building. What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. Key, 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 do you love me? Okay. Just let y'all know this is going to be a party <laughs> podcast today. So I have here a girl with lupus. Come on, somebody. Come on. Hey, did y'all know that a girl with lupus is lunching mm. next Sunday? Man. A girl with lupus with the event called Royalty with Reason. Damn. Can you talk to us a little bit about Royalty with Reason? Man. Okay. Oh. I'm not going to cry on this podcast. Please. Because <laughs> I'm a cry baby. Um, but Royalty with Reason is, um, like Winter said, the launch of a Girl with Lupus Foundation that I have started um, as a survivor of lupus. I wanted to bring more awareness to the disease of lupus, um, especially to our black community. Um, and so why not put on an event to bring more awareness, like I said, and to eat amazing food to mix, to mingle, um, and just give praise and honor to God all in the same roof. So that's what Royalty with Reasons event is all about. So who are some of the dope people that you're going to have at this event? Man, y'all finna, I'm about to drop some gems. So most um, of everyone that's a part of it is just amazing. And I'm so honored um, and blessed for everyone to be um, on my team. Um, so the food is coming from none other than the chef, um, Kaylin Allen of Culinary Cuisines. Um, I cannot wait to you guys experience um, the food because it's not just food. It's really a plate of art. Um, so he will be doing the food. Um, we have the wonderful um, fitness and wellness coach, Mr. Chris Polk. Um, he's a local trainer here in Dallas. Super amazing guy, super sweet. I actually trained with him when I actually first found out I had lupus. Um, so he's an amazing guy. Um, our sweets and desserts are coming from the Sid Factory. Miss um, Fatima, um, love her so 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 much. And then we also have our mistress of ceremony, Miss Jasmine Hillman. Hillman, um, one of our panelists, who's actually my daughter's teacher. Uh, Miss Jasmine Lee, who's going to sit on the panel, and she's an advocate um, for lupus. Her mother actually passed away from lupus. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's amazing. Um, and then on top of that, we're also going to have some amazing um, dope vendors at the event. I'm not going to drop too many names because um, I want everybody to experience and um, that as well. But just to give you a few, uh, Miss Be So Clutch, Miss Key, um, bold and beautiful um just an amazing lineup of people um, that's doing some great things here in the city and not just in the city but really around the world so we're about to have a ball and what is the attire where can they find tickets okay so the attire is semi-formal so come slayed and laid um, for you ladies and gentlemen come suited and booted um the tickets you can follow me on a girl with a lupus 
underscore on Instagram and it's going to be um, in the bio or you can go to Eventbrite and search Royalty with Reason um, December 2nd. Um, at 2 p.m. That is a Sunday. So go get your praise and worship and then come over and experience come that as well. Um, the tickets are $20. And not only you're not getting appetizers, you're getting an appetizer. You're getting an entree and you're getting some sweets and treats. And guess what? We're going to top it off with some mimosas as well. Full course meal. Man, you can't even get that at Applebee's. Who eats Applebee's? I'm just saying, you know, everybody be talking about that two for 20. Applebee's, let's talk about chilies. <laughs> I can't do Applebee's nor chilies. I'm kind of bougie. I love chilies. <laughs> I, I don't care how bougie, how much money I have. I'm going to go to Chili's. You're going to always go to Chili's? I'm always going to go to Chili's. Especially right now, they have a, a what, three for 10 deal going what? on right now. $10, yes. You get a appetizer, like a super or whatever, and your drink, and then, of course, your, um, mm. your entree or whatever. So I'm going to forever... Ever. However, I must say that Chef Allen's food is awesome, amazing. Um, I've been to a few events that you guys have hosted, and I'm just like, oh, this is good. This It was like a, this shrimp grit type thing. And guess what? He's doing shrimp and grits again. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm winning. He's doing shrimp and grits again. But, yeah, I mean, he's so amazing. I, I, I'm so honored that anytime I say, hey, Chef, um, I'm having this event or I need you to cook. I mean, without hesitations, he's like, what's the theme? And he creates a masterpiece. So the food is going to be um, one to remember if anything about the event is it's going to be anything. But then not only um, from chef, but from the sweets and treats of Fatima um, and the Sid factory, just she did my daughter's cake. And when I say the cake, cake was bomb, that cake didn't last 10 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm super excited. And then um, Chris dropping gems on how we can get fit and fine during the winter so we can be um, fit and fine for the summer. Because I'm ready. I'm so ready for 2019. My 2019 has already started. That's what I'm saying. My 2019 has already started. I feel good about 2019. And it's so crazy because I'm carrying over 2018 into 2019, but on, a, on another level. Absolutely. On another level, it's like I, you know, how people always recreate. Oh well, for 2019, I'm gonna get my life right. You should have been getting your right life in 2018, mm-hmm. and in 2018, you should just, just continue be going to be prospering. Yes, mm-hmm. and going through the process. Quit waiting to a new year to start over. Absolutely. So I, I, I completely agree with that. Um, especially with the foundation, it's 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 taught me a lot about just being prepared um, for the process mm-hmm. and processing. The, pre- the preparation mm-hmm. um and when I say that it's like we like you said we wait for that right moment and then we're we're when we wait for the right moment we're actually delayed in the process and don't delayed obedience is disobedience oh man that's I've been going to lit Bible study for the last three weeks and that has been the gym dropped everywhere mm-hmm. and I and I told somebody and I actually told them this at lit Bible study Shout out to Lit Bible Study. That was dope. Every I actually Tuesday. enjoyed Lit Bible yes. Study last so shout night. Shout out to Lit Bible Study. But um, when we delay our obedience, we expect God to expedite our blessings. Mm. And you can't ex- expect God to expedite those blessings. You now have to sit in that layover for you to learn, you know, what you have to learn in that season because you you chose not to move when the Holy Spirit asked you to move. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest problems I know for me that I go through um, just in the season that I'm in is learning when to be still and learning when to move because moving too early, um, the process or the development of what God has may not be ready, but also moving at the right time because I can miss the development or the person that I need to be encountering. Ooh, girl, that's a word. So that's, that's the gem. Right there. We're going to drop that gem right there. We're going to drop that Boom. gem. We, y'all, we always get sidetracked when we're talking because we, we, we do. I, we, <laughs> we piggyback off of each other all the time. So when one person starts, the other person goes. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
But um, what we really want to uh, get into today, and you know, um, on my last couple of podcasts, I've been talking about fighting and just continue to go into the process. However, um, most people do not know this, um, but she has announced it on her social media. Mm-hmm. Not only is she a fighter, hmm. she's a survivor, and that's number one. And that's what I love about my sister every day. I just be like, man, all this keep happening to keep. When I find out this, like, this certain news that I found out, which I'm about to let y'all know, but when I found out this news, I like, I became angry. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't understand how to respond. Mm-hmm. And I immediately had to go into prayer, and I was like, God, just, you know, use me to be there for her. And, you know, God, fix my heart so that I can understand that you know your will is going to be done and everything has a purpose so y'all and then i'm also mad that she told social media she just told everybody no i sent it in the group text the group text that i'm really in let's talk about that (laughs) anyways um but she she's like okay guys i have cancer and i'm like wait what huh Like, I have been knowing she's going through, like, going to the doctor, getting all these tests and stuff like that, but you got cancer. Like, yeah. nah, man, nah. It, like, I was in denial. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want anything, and I'm just like, I'm not going to text her. I'm not going to call her. What if it was that serious and, like, her life could have ended then? Because I'm being so selfish. Mm. Instead of, you know, just going to God and praying, like, your will will be done. And one thing I want to say is, like we were talking about this in the car last night but i have made peace that no matter if my sister is here or not she will forever live Mm. and so it's gonna be like she's never gone she has never left and so like what was it like for you finding out like oh my gosh i have cancer like what was your thought process so i tell i've told a lot of people grieving is not just with death Right. And I went through a grieving stage. Like, I knew for a whole week. Um, but you didn't text me. Though. But I didn't tell anybody. And one, because they were still trying to confirm it, one. And two, um, I think I was just in shock. Like, they were like, first it was like a possibility. And then she confirmed it. And then she was like, we're going to just run some more tests. And I remember I had woke up and... Uh, I got a I got a phone call and they were just confirming everything, um, and I just sat outside, and it really didn't hit me until everyone knew, and I went through like my body just went into shock, and I'm I'm being very transparent. I was angry with God, um, and it wasn't more so. I was upset because I was going through it. Um, it was more so my daughter has to fight this battle. Mm-hmm. My friends have to fight this battle. You know, my family has to fight this battle because one thing about sickness that I've learned is you're not the only one that's fighting. Everyone mm-hmm. has to fight. It's a test in everybody's faith. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lord, like, why are you making us go through all of this? Um, I'm still processing it. Like I'm still, I still have my moments and I had, I had a moment where I was just like, I give up. Like I can't take another hit. Like I was on that cliff. Um, but the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he just simply told me this part of the test is not for you. So I need you to be obedient when I tell you to speak, when I ask you to be quiet, when I ask you to move, um, because it's somebody and it's something that is watching you um, to keep their life and and to bring them to Mm -hmm. me. Um, And that's the hardest part because I have my moments when people look at me and like, hey, you don't look sick. And I'm like, if you can just only go on the inside of my body. Right. And just feel what I feel. Um, Or just go in my mind like. I know no day is ever promised to anybody. We all know that. But it's harder for me. To really just sit. Or even sometimes even enjoy life. Because I'm like what if today is my last. Because not only is no day promised. But now I'm battling two. 
major illnesses mm-hmm. at this same exact time. So God, what what is this like? Are you telling me to to move because it's almost over, or to really value life because you're not done with me yet? And I went to Shoreline um, this past Sunday, and Pastor Earl made a comment. Uh, wait, made a statement. He said, "If you're not dead, that means God is not done." Right. So I can't look at when is it when is when are you taking me? When are you taking me? When are you taking me? All I can look is you're not done yet. Um, So I'm still going through the process of grieving. Like right now, I'm very excited because the event um, I have you. I have Maddie. I have friends stressing me. out. (laughs) I'm stressing her out. I have friends and family that are really, you know, have been there. Check on me. Call me. But I do have my moments at night where I, I cry and it's just like, Lord, you trust me enough with this battle. So I trust you enough to be, you know, my savior and my healer, regardless if. And this may sound sad, but even if he takes me through this, like take me out of this earth, you're still my savior. And you're my healer because you saw fit that healing me was taking me from this earth. Right. And I think that's where I'm gaining the peace um, in in it all. That at the end of the day, he knows. He knows why I need to stay on the earth or it, it's, it's my time to come home to him. Um, so with all of that, I'm just trying to just live living my best life. But God. <laughs> so but God. That's it. But God. So y'all, y'all know anytime I don't like sensitive topic stuff and you know, I'm, I try not to relive it. So I always got to crack a joke, but I don't know who needed to hear this, but uh, <laughs> eating grapes in a grocery store is stealing. I don't feel like it's stealing. I feel like it's almost like you go into Sam's and you get that a sample, <laughs> but Walmart and Kroger don't have that. So I feel like we got to take it upon ourselves. To ta- I, I need to taste my grapes before I take the whole package because I might not like that package of grapes. You know what I mean? You might not you might not have grouped them correctly or Correct. something. So, I mean, I'm just saying. And so, y'all, I'm not like, uh, you know, disregarding anything she just said, but it is a very sensitive topic for all of us. And we just we have to stay happy so she can stay happy, because if we're down, then she's going to be down. So yeah. we try so hard not to harp on it. I mean, from grocery stores, <laughs> y'all, if y'all follow us, <laughs> you will only understand. I failed as she crossed me over yesterday in the store with our imaginary basketball. So we I was I was Kobe for the night. Like, man. <laughs> and so, y'all, like this week has just been an amazing week. I mean, I think I just been fed and it's only, you know, Thursday, but I've been fed all week. Like I ended up going to the Potter's house on Monday and Pastor Torrey Roberts spoke and his message was dominating in your sphere. Mm. And, mm. Oh my God. When I say it touched me, girl, I came out mm-hmm. of the church, makeup all down my face. I was boohooing. I was at the altar every time they call. God was calling me today. He was telling me like, child. <laughs> to go hit that yeah child <laughs> i've been trying to tell you for so long yes. that this is your season but you're not walking in it you you like yeah. just just walk i need you to do is just walk so i have a question do mm-hmm. you feel that you and i'll answer the question too do you feel like you're afraid to walk in your season because we know god it, it will bless us exceedingly abundantly and you feel like you're really not prepared for it i don't think fear has anything to do with it at this point i think it's more of it's unfamiliar territory Mm. it's something i've never seen before so i'm struggling it's like i'm tiptoeing instead of just walking through it i'm like oh i want to go but like am i doing this right you know i'm more worried about if i'm going the right way more so than just walking it's like that that saying you know apologize ask for i mean ask for an apology later you know but Mm -hmm. just go ahead and do it and so i I sometimes i do i I worry about what other people think and what other people say sometimes and but 
I really, right now at this point, I really don't care what people think. I really don't care what people say because the vision didn't come from you. The vision came from God. And people fail you every single time. So I would never put all my trust in you as an individual or anything. And so one thing uh, Pastor Torre uh, said, he said he doesn't boast outside of his fear. Mm. Meaning he was like, I can get up here and say that I got this deal with ABC and Fox and all these people because God placed those people inside of my sphere fear to be able to dominate and he talked about three people i mean three things being in your sphere he said people principalities and promises Mm -hmm. and you can also go find this sermon on the podcast guys um on the one la podcast they um it is posted however i got to hear it live and when i say it was it was fire it was fire it was fire i think for me i'm big on metaphors (laughs) and I wish I had the confidence in God the way I used to have confidence in a teacher. Mm. You had confidence in your teachers, girl? (laughs) This is (laughs) when I say I had confidence in my teacher. Of course, on the first day of school, you're trying to figure them out, right? You're trying to, you get the syllabus. Okay, let me see how this teacher is, how they're going to teach and all of that. But as the more I came to class, I got comfortable. I knew how they were going to teach. I knew how they were going to, the tutoring, I knew how they were going to prepare me for a test or whatever it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that's the way we should really be with God. Because once we encounter with him, okay, yeah, it's, it's new. It's like we say a new territory, but he does it repeatedly Mm -hmm. and repeatedly. But every time we're in a new situation or it gets tougher, we're like, well, can you, but he like, I just brought you out of like seven different tests already. Like you don't trust me as your instructor. Mm -hmm. And I look at it like, I guess for me, my biggest, because I'm a make it plain type person. Like I need to see black and white. Yeah. Black and white. What it is direct. I'm like, my love language is words of affirmation. Like that's what I need. I need words like for you to tell me and God sometimes, most of the time, doesn't answer what we want in the way that we want him mm-hmm. to answer and um it's really it's really testing but I, I mean just as you said walking in your season and acting in your sphere it's it's a tough it's a tough realm because it's difficult and it's unfamiliar mm-hmm. um it's definitely unfamiliar but that's what grace and mercy is man because you live in your best life Ain't going back and forth. Just don't say the word. We 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 pause. Yeah, we pause. but yeah, no that that's good and it it's good. Look at you using your figurative language. She learned some in English <laughs> in high school, y'all. Look at her going back and making comparisons. No, I I definitely agree with that. And I also like the um I like how you use example of like raising your daughter yesterday when you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> going to maddie and and she shared this at lit bible study and go ahead and just tell us about how you know maddie tried to get the cereal (laughs) so if anybody follow me or know madison shout out to my baby girl i I love her so much um but anybody that knows madison knows like she is super independent like sometimes she thinks she's my mom um and at times she really is my mom she has to remind me um, but I, I'll never forget one day she wanted some cinnamon toast crunch and it was at the top of the refrigerator and she couldn't reach it. I mean, she's, she's now five, but she couldn't reach it, but she was trying to figure out every way to get it. And I asked, her, I was like, Hey Matt, you know, you want mommy to get it for you? No, mommy, I got it. I got it. I'm like, okay. So I just stood there. I saw her grab her chair, try to climb, like hold on to a little bit of the refrigerator and pull the other arm up to grab and I'm like hey Maddie you know I can get it for you she was like no I got it mom and then she grabbed onto the counter stood on the counter and she fell and all she did was look up and said mommy can you help me and I was like Maddie if you just would have let me help you five minutes ago (laughs) we could have been sitting down eating cinnamon toast crunch together but that's how we do God Mm -hmm. he's like we see what he has or where we're trying to go or the vision that he got has for us. And we reach and we try to climb and he's like, daughter, son, let me help you. And we like, no, God, I got you. I I got it. I got it. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, 
all right. And then we climb a little harder or we go into that relationship or we accept that job or we move on a business that we only have a glimpse of and not the full instruction of. And then we fall and then we look up and say, Daddy, can you help me? No, I can't help you now, fam. You weren't listening the first time. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but he, it goes back to that delay obedience. If you just be still or that lack of faith of him able to do everything, all his promises. And I, and I had this conversation with my mom. Um, when your heart, desire, heart desires what God has for you, it's always aligned with the purpose he has for right. you. So, but your heart, key word was heart. Your heart has to be in it. Your heart has to be there. You can't half step and, you know, into it. Or, you know, I know you said that you promised me this, but, you know, I don't know if I really be- believe you. So I'm going to just keep my foot on the other side of the fence, you know yeah. what I'm saying, in case I have to step in and take over. And knowing that he doesn't work that way. Exactly. Um, I think, I guess I have this question. Why is it so easy for us to... Pray, but not wait. Ooh, you know what? I just came out of my fasting season, and that is a good that that girl. Quit trying to convict me today <laughs> on the podcast. Um, no, that's a good one. Um, so when I was uh fasting, I was called to pray for people during this past uh, fast, uh. and now that I'm out of the fast, I've I realized that I'm still kind of impatient in certain areas, and it's like. Oh my gosh, like why God, why am I trying to rush it or why hasn't this happened? And I've been wanting things to move on my timing. But recently, um, after praying and meditating, this was really just earlier this week, he was like, he said, Baby, I never told you to stop praying. He uh-huh. said, Waiting won't even feel like waiting if you still praying constantly. My God. And I'm just like, Man, the reason why it seems like things are not moving on the times and the terms you wanted to move on is because you stopped praying about it. But when you're praying about it, things just continues constantly fall into place because I think about relationships too. conditional. Yes. I think about relationships, too. Um, you know, we're in that that month, the season where, you know, mental illness is really high. And a lot of women, we are, you yeah. know, depending on relationships or depending on a man in order to make our lives happy for that moment. But the thing is, we may be out here praying for our husbands, but the moment we stop praying, the moment we start to delay. Mm. our blessings because now we're being disobedient and how are we gonna you know want god to bless us with a husband but we don't we don't want to pray for him no more the thing is once you start praying for your husband you got to continue to pray him and when you say those vows through sickness and through health these are the times you're practicing now because you're already a wife you're already a wife but you have to continue to be a wife and allow everything else you know to fall in place around you while you're becoming that wife I remember we had a conference. Shout out to Concord. Yes, I love my church. I love my church. Pastor Carter, Lady Carter, we love you. Um, We had a conference, a single conference, and they said your singleness is the most important time. Oh, yeah. And I think just society that we're in now due to the social media and just what relationship goals are, Mm -hmm. um, I don't – I don't think we really understand what a relationship is. Um, And so in my singleness, um, I'm learning how to capitalize the moment of not like for me, it's a little different because I'm a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, So I it's not just about me. I can't just be not really say selfish, but in a sense, selfish. All I have to think about is me. I have another being. But once you go into a relationship, somebody you have to understand it's not going to be just about you. Now you have to, it's not about, about controlling or somebody knowing you're everywhere about. Um, There's boundaries. But it's boundaries. But mm-hmm. you have to respect that person enough to, you know, communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we only look at the surface part of the relationship. I get to take a, a picture with this person. I get to take vacations with this person. I get to, you know have a date or we want somebody that we can just put on our keychain and wear around Ooh. instead of waiting for the real deal like hold on, hold on somebody <laughs> but we don't see the part of does this person help me edify the kingdom mm, man 
you just, that's a word that that's a word does this person help me edify the kingdom i'm at a point right now that if you if you're not seeking god with me and you're not challenging me to see god i don't even want to be a part of it because that's really what marriage is yes i mean in a in a relationship in a marriage the person that you are with is supposed to help you through your purpose to build up the kingdom right and and I, that's not even a relationship with uh, a boyfriend a just girlfriend people a, in that's general. the people that's your friends yes. because you have to learn who is seasonal and who's lifetime Ooh, speak because some friends we want to hold on because of their loyalty like man this person was with me this whole time we've I been knowing each other since we was five but yeah. what if you like this young lady said last night at lit bible study what if that person or that that area the, that field doesn't work for the plan that god has for you anymore right. it's the, it's stunting the growth nothing about your seed is growing mm -hmm. anymore and that's when we have to become the red oak tree and we have to because the red oak tree doesn't grow the roots of it doesn't grow down deep mm -hmm. enough it spreads wide to connect and intertwine so you have to learn how to intertwine with people outside of your comfort zone but if you always stay in the area or as we say pray conditionally mm -hmm. then you really never get to the point of really seeing where God's power is and when he moves or when he shifts. Ooh, you know what? Um, Pastor uh, Michael Ty, he, he did a, a series called Recalculation. Mm, and I need to listen to that. Yes, I really need to listen to that one. Recalculation. And he actually um, talked about that sometimes God needs to recalculate things hmm. in your life. And when he gives you a vision, that means you're going to have to let some people go, let some stuff go. You're probably going to have to like possibly just change your mindset change your way of thinking because i feel like friendship starts within your mind first are huh. you a good friend are you a good person you know are you blocking somebody else from their blessing because you're not seeking god and you're not trying to edify the kingdom and you're not trying to do all these things yeah. and so sometimes it's like a gps system when you know ways i know some people who use ways i'm not the hugest fan but one thing i like about ways is that when you're going down the highway and you're on the best route when there's hmm. traffic or a wreck or something it says you know it'll come up saying we have found the new fastest route Ooh. and it, what it does is it recalculates you and takes you around the traffic and how michael todd used it was he said him and another person were going to the same place but coming from a different direction but the key words were we're going to the same, same place. place we have the same um was, arrival yep. and the time of arrival but the way how we got there i might have had to leave 30 minutes earlier and you left 15 minutes you know ago but we still got to the same place, place. so it doesn't matter your time and recalculating not you know comparing yourself to others and man just think that's, about a gps that's that's a gem and the the fact that you mentioned the the arrival is the same time um i know i've struggled with it just being a single parent mm -hmm. um i didn't go off to school like i had a full ride to college um but you know the choices that i made um when i got pregnant in high school you know my mom said i had to stay here um, and so for a while I battled, man, I didn't go to school. I didn't grab my degree. Um, I'm a parent, you know, how am I going to get to this point in my life that I feel, you know, that God has for me? Um, this person went off to school, this person did this, this person did that comparing myself. And then when I look at it, I look at some of my friends that did go off to school and myself, I'm like, man, but we at the same point. We're doing the same thing because what we fail to realize, especially as a culture, a degree doesn't define yeah. you. Is how you utilize your, your degree. degree. Yeah. Is is how you, can you use what you learn? Because me, for me, I think college was a waste of money for me. And if mm. I could do it all over, I'm not gonna say I would not necessarily go to college, but I wouldn't go to in the the route that I did. I would work more on towards getting certifications and you know having something up under my belt. Yeah. Versus just getting a degree just to say I graduated. To graduate. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I. I think that's one thing our culture has to because we feel like we're already behind just because of the way the world kind of treats our culture. Right. So we feel like we got to play catch up. We got to play catch up and let me be 10, 10 steps ahead. But that's when you align your heart and your mind with God. 
no matter what degree or none degree that you have, if you are in alignment with God, then he's going to put you in a place in the position that you need to be at, regardless mm-hmm. of what society says. And I'm mm-hmm. learning that now. Like I have no degree, but I'm still sitting at some of the same tables as, and that's not saying I'm better or I'm less than anybody else, but I still got the same opportunity. You know what? It's, but you are better. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't say that. I heard uh, somebody preached about that um, one day, and I don't remember exactly who it was. But I can even touch base from what Pastor Torre was saying. You're boasting in your sphere. Mm. It was meant for you. You can boast about sitting at the table with these people because that was meant for you. That was inside mm-hmm. of your sphere. It was meant for you to connect with these people. It was meant for you to do this. It was meant for you to beat these battles. It's meant for you to have lupus right now. It's meant for you to go through cancer because that is all tied to your sphere. Mm. So why not boast about it? Yeah, I'm sitting at the table. You're not walking around saying I'm better than you and you this and you that. No, I'm just boasting about what's inside of my, my sphere. sphere. Yeah. My spirit not yours what's inside of mine and now i'm going to encourage you to dominate your sphere so that you also can be sitting at the table with me Mm. it's not just about you know and that's another thing in our culture we don't know how to celebrate somebody when they're excited because they have dominated their sphere we want to hate from the sidelines because we're not you know sitting at the table baby if you just come start a conversation with me me, i can give you these tools i can give you the tools to come you know sit at the same table as me or matter of fact sometimes it's not even to you know to just give you the tools baby come sit at the table, table with, with you you don't have to even do the work because i've done it for you I, and i've come thinking, sit here yes i felt like it goes back i mean you know we're studying the book of exodus mm-hmm. and how they were in slavery for what 430 years mm-hmm. and when god told them he had something different and they were free they some was like mm, now i'm gonna just keep doing what we've been doing and i think sometimes that's why we as a society keep doing what we've been doing because it's different and be okay not to know everything i'm learning it too oh speaking of the culture again just things that we do you know when we get these degrees we feel like now i know everything Mm -hmm. and we've learned everything because this degree has given me everything that i needed to go into society but then you get into society to and it's totally different to, to know that okay i know nothing like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know this existed, especially with technology changing every single day, things increasing. There's so much. I don't know. Y'all, I've been an iPhone person for I don't know how long. I think since the first one came out. Like <laughs> maybe like the three, the three okay. S or whatever. Three. What is it? Three GS or whatever. I remember when it became the the one that is now is now the iPod. Uh, oh yes so <laughs> I had. Yeah, I had one of those. And now I'll be like, I don't even know how to really fully work this phone. Yeah. I said that that's probably sad, but it just lets you know that things are forever changing. And if you don't, you know, find if you don't dominate your sphere, you're going to get left behind. And you dominating your sphere is your token into heaven because you're doing everything that God has called you to do. And let me tell you another thing about your sphere is because I studied some more out Mm -hmm. there. You know, I left and heard the word. But another thing about your sphere is once you're when you're not in alignment, Mm. That means you're off course. You can't be located inside of your sphere. That means you on the other side. So look at a map. You know how you get all these uh, bounty hunters or, or yeah. these animal hunters and things like that. Have you ever noticed that when they go too far off into the wilderness then and too far Absolutely. off into the jungle, you can no longer locate them? Exactly. The GPS is turned off. There's no signal. There's no yeah. nothing. So when it seems like things are out of out of whack and you're, you're depressed or it seems like, you know, people are just falling out of your life, it's something wrong not something wrong with what's around you it's it's you you're 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 not dominating your sphere you're outside of where you belong to you outside of alignment you're not where you're supposed to be so therefore once you come back in and you come back to god and you start talking to him praying fasting and you start you know rededicating your life because you have to die to god every single day and once you do that you're back on course and everything in your sphere just starts happening and falling into place and the only thing you can say is but god yeah and 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 really it goes back to what man, i'm sorry i have to shout out lit bible study because it's helping me it's lit it's so lit but it goes back to them that question they asked last night of are you doing things out of habit mm. 
or is it really your heart? Your heart, right. And when you do things out of habit, that's when you get out of alignment of your sphere. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you have to um, really, it goes back to, I, I'm telling you, it goes back to that heart. Like, are, am I really in my heart? Um, everything that I'm doing. Because when your heart is aligned with God, it goes back to the what I said. When your heart is aligned with God, then you don't have to worry about getting out of that sphere that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's amazing to just see, you know, like we talked about in the car two years ago, like we all sat in a room broken, man, broken. Wow. I mean, like you could see the clouds of storm and I'm not saying our storms are over, but we know how to cap navigate. Them. We, we don't know how to navigate and, it goes back to what I said is like we really understand the power of prayer mm-hmm. and the obedience of just really serving God wholeheartedly. And I know we fall short. I know I do every day. Yeah. I fell short this morning and I went, I ain't even been up a whole two hours yet. <laughs> but just understanding. I think one thing that I am understanding as I'm going through my battle with cancer and the battle with lupus is really understanding the word everlasting father forever forever and ever amen amen and when I say understanding everlasting meaning even when our flesh is gone from here He is still our everlasting father Mm -hmm. because it's our soul. Mm -hmm. Like your flesh, it bruises, it hurts, whatever it's no matter if, even if you're sick on the outside, you have a scar or whatever. But if your soul never heals, like that's the, that's the part that I, you know, I battle with like, yeah, I want my flesh. I want to be slayed and laid, but if I, my outside is okay, but my inside is not, am I really understanding who this everlasting father is? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, my flesh is going to be gone, but my soul is still going to be tied. Mm-hmm. So I think that's understanding what everlasting means in, in God. So You got to praise him with a whole heart and that's, and understand that forever is a long time. Shout out to Pastor Jay Nelson. Yeah. That song is awesome. I love this song. And, you know, no matter what you may face, he's always going to be by your side. Like yeah. nothing, nothing is more powerful than God. And once you understand that, man, everything just falls into place. And, like, I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for my circle. God has really been working on my heart because y'all know I was, a hard hit in the very beginning when y'all first met me you were like oh she don't get to know nobody she don't get <laughs> close to her nothing and look and you I'm, love me so cannot get rid of her much i came over here yesterday y'all and, I, <laughs> and she's still on my couch today <laughs> i just love my sister like i i have to drop this gym like we have an awesome group um so i love our village but winter you are amazing thank you sister and when i say that i don't say that because i'm in your face because i really really don't like you sometimes but <laughs> you've been nothing but great <laughs> you've here. been nothing but great um but what i can say about you is you're determined to understand you oh yeah within god and i watch how you're okay with looking at your your why you're okay at looking at your dysfunction, but you praise the functionality of you. Yes. I be trying. Yes. And when you praise the functionality of you, you understand how the, the, when you understand the functionality of you, you understand how to learn your dysfunction and adjust them. Mm-hmm. And, what I have learned about you, you're okay with trying. And if it doesn't work, trying something else. But with your trying something else, 
you are okay with talking to God first. Yes. It took some time to get there, sis. It wasn't easy. I'm hard-headed. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, okay. I, I okay. trust. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I am hard-headed. I, I do. I have to bump my head a few times before I can get it right. Man. But I, what I can say is I look um, – I've been blessed with you guys and I look at y'all because, you know, I'm the baby and I'm going to use that forever and ever and always. We're going to be 100 years old and I'm still going to say I'm the baby. Y'all, this is the sister that <laughs> and, you know, we, we make jokes. Uh, I told you about cancer all the time, but she's that sister, the ba true baby sister. Oh, I just got out of the hospital. I have cancer, so I can't do that. What? <laughs> but that's how we joke about it. Like, and I get my way with y'all. So it works. She does. <laughs> First of all, when she called me, <laughs> when you can hear her and see her puppy eyes in a text message, that's how you know this is your real little sister, y'all. Because she texts me, it's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm just like, um, currently about to um, go try to get me another job so I can pay some of these bills. She responds, okay. But the okay wasn't like a normal okay if you were just hitting somebody up and they say okay. The okay was like, um are you gonna text me back and ask me what i want <laughs> so i fell for it i text her back and i said hey you know um yeah what you need well i was just gonna come over and work and i was just gonna do this and do that she never said in a message she was coming over to put me to work she just said i'm gonna come over and work once she got here so we gotta do this and do this royalty with reason i said i i, I knew i knew it i i said i knew it and I she already it. knows she got like three other events she got planned now <laughs> i knew it Y'all, it's just something my spirit was like, let me, let me, I'm, I'm off for a week. And, you know, when, you when you're a teacher, you have no time during the day from lesson planning. And when you're a special education teacher, yeah. you got lesson planning plus case management work. So she knows that, like, okay, well, it's, she off. She, she off. She, I'm, I'm about to capitalize it. Like, what? Absolutely. And Madison is going to be upset because I'm at TT Winter House. Oh, <laughs> tell Maddie it ain't my fault. Tell her she's been nothing but great. She's been nothing but great. <laughs> But it goes back. No, it just goes back to, you know, just like moments like that. Like, and we dominating, even though we both want to be successful. Like, you're starting a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. I have a nonprofit. I mean, some of our other friends are doing nonprofits and bringing more awareness to whatever they want to bring more awareness, whether it's fashion, whether it's food, whatever it is. But one thing that I can say about us, we're okay with having the same vision of helping the community, mm -hmm. but we don't get upset because one is further than the other. We're like, okay, so what did you do? And what you need me to do? And what do you need me you? to do? Because when I help you, you help me, and then mm -hmm. we help the goal of, just making this place That's better. the learning process of it because it may be something that you need in your business exactly. that that person is going through and now you're learning that information so that you can be successful in your business. So, no, I definitely agree with that. Everything is a learning process, man. Why, why, why do you feel like uh, the learning process of, we just say business, is difficult for you? I, mine's is my my stubbornness yeah i'm i'm very stubborn and i am my mother's child you know uh so sometimes her ways come out in me and another thing that kind of held me back in the past has been like my i guess my unforgiveness of my father you're uh -huh. not forgiving him and i have to also understand that i am definitely my father's child i am just like my father and there's nothing I can do. And I used to be so angry about his imperfections that, you know, I was missing the perfections about him, you know, mm -hmm. who God made him and the tools. Like, you know, my dad was really a carpenter. Like, my daddy could build a house from the ground up. My daddy can draw out of this world. My dad was so freaking amazing. He's a people person. He's outgoing, well-spoken. He's all of those things. And I posted on Instagram um, a picture of me when I was a little girl. When I was a little girl, I was, I was my daddy all over, mm -hmm. all over. And I could just remember the things that my dad and my mom used to say to me and it's so crazy but it's like now I'm 28 years old now mm -hmm. and I'm just now getting back to the point of I'm still that little girl but now I've evolved into a woman and not just a woman but you know a woman of God so now that I've uh, understood that 
it's I think now I have no issue with moving forward in my business. It was just attacking the things that were attacking me and putting a word on what was attacking me. The enemy can't have me. And I had to stop giving that hate and that that anger and all that stuff. Quit giving it to him and just just let go and let God. Mm. Let go and let God. That's a that's a a hard statement, especially because I'm just as stubborn and hard headed um, as as you. And I feel like, Lord, if I let go, how far are you gonna let this fall before you catch it? Because he gonna let he gonna he oh yeah he gotta put you through some stuff. And sometimes he doesn't. He just changes things instantly, like mm-hmm. that we don't even self consciously know that he changed because we're so caught up in the big what we feel like is the big mm-hmm. um in our life like for me i'm like lord i need my foundation to be this way i need my daughter to be this way my finances marriage like i, I want a house i want this i want that mm-hmm. and he's like man if you just look at the small stuff that i have changed that's going to add up to the big if you just let go praise for the small things mm-hmm. and but it's it, it, it for me it's very difficult to to really recognize the small because i feel like you're too focused on the vision yeah and i'm I'm too focused on the vision and i feel like it's too much big stuff happening in my life for me you know one thing i can say god doesn't give me everything he always gives he gives me the vision i dream about my my visions mm-hmm. he'll give me the big vision but he won't show me everything in the vision Mm. He only shows me parts of the vision. And in those visions is basically what I need to do. And, you know, you need to if you haven't found out how God speaks to you, that's something you really need to get in your word and pray about because it looks different from every it looks different for everybody like you say your god speaks to you through your daughter god speaks to me through my thoughts my journals mm-hmm. my writings like when i write notes i'm a professional note taker i just want to put that out there i know that's why i just tell i'm you a professional note taker god always goes back and reveals something you know to me in these notes so you have to really find out how he he talks to you and like in doing that i mean everything becomes clear but he Absolutely. can't give me the big vision because I won't be able to handle it or I won't stay obedient. Yeah. And you said something um, about, you know, him giving you, you know, glimpse of it. And sometimes I know for me, God has given me a glimpse and I'm like, oh, that's the big thing. I need to act on that Ooh, right that's good. now. That's good. Oh, yeah. this is everything God has said. This is everything, everything, everything. And he's like, fam, I just told you to I take just, out a piece of paper and a pen. I just gave you a bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> Why and, are you trying to finish? And, and then when I'm in it, I'm like, Lord, this don't make sense. Duh. You're like, how can I? I, I didn't. I wasn't trying to bless that. That was just a little bit. And I and I even paid attention to that's real. Just the season that I was in, like. I had an amazing job. Like I could work from home. Um, I had great benefits. I mean, I was I was getting out of financial burden, like that burden. And you and I'm like, oh, I'm coming out. Oh, yep. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. I can get this and I can get that. And I can get this and I can get that. And he was just like, No. Let me take this away from you. Because you didn't understand that this is just a little bit. I look at every job that I've been at, and every job has added up to my foundation, mm-hmm. from the marketing to the operations to the hiring to the meetings mm-hmm. to the trainings, and I'm just like, and the tools, the tools, and they all have had the same time limit, six to nine months. Those are the tools. God is the vehicle, He's and I'm just like, Lord, fam, my resume is long. Like, my resume is long. And he's like, because I I don't have you working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You're too big and your story is too big for you to be sitting behind a desk. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand because you didn't go to college, mm-hmm. I'm placing you in a position to gain what you would have spent four years learning at just one job. Man, come on in the room hmm. <laughs> y'all <laughs> and so i just look at it as lord okay no i didn't get to go sit and grab a degree but now i have been able and been exposed to what a ceo is what a business plan is what it what is um just 
return investments, what is community service, mm-hmm. meeting lawyers, understanding the difference 501c3s, profit and nonprofit, and uh, mm-hmm. just so much other stuff that I was about to sit four years. And again, that's no, that's your story for who's going to college and sitting. But that did, that was in my you. sphere. It wasn't in your sphere. So God was like, here, no, but be grateful that I'm allowing you to meet and connect with people in your own way to get to that same arrival at that time that you need to get there. Mm-hmm. And you're learning how to control only the things inside of your sphere. Inside and of that's outside. Yep. It's definitely your gym. Anything outside of your fear is not what God intended for you in the first place. So Amen. that's probably why you, you feel a little shaky. You're struggling a little bit because it's not in your sphere. Yeah. And he's not calling you to anything less than what he's already promised you. Come on, somebody. That's the th- that's where we mess up. It's because we take his word for granted. And, you know, he said he would never leave us nor forsake, forsake us, us. But we over here talking about I'm lonely because I don't got nobody to cuddle with. You better cuddle with that pillow. I mean, I'm just, oh, you better cuddle with that word. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. And he says that it it says nothing lasts forever. Absolutely. We don't even last forever. We're all going to die. Our soul is going to go, you know, somewhere. And I'm praying that everybody's soul go to heaven. But if, you know, if you haven't been saved, I I want you to take this opportunity to get saved now. Join the church, you know, really move. And that's what the culture should be doing. And if if you're not in tune with the culture right now, everybody is really on a God purpose driven mm-hmm. life like that's what we're doing and we as millennials our generation in particular we are the smartest most intelligent generation absolutely but we're also the generation that doesn't know much oh that's so it's so weird right is. we are the smartest and the most intelligent but we don't know nothing we don't know much because we think we got it all together because absolutely. we because we're letting our intelligence drive us and not you know allowing god to lead us mm. so i mean and but now we're we're catching on we're learning you know mm. we're starting to realize that i can't do this without you god when i try to do it on my own and when i try to dominate outside of my sphere I always end up struggling. I always end up broke. No money in my bank account. My finances be all over the place. But when I dominate in my sphere, he said, thy rod and thy staff shall comfort me. Mm. And the rod and the staff is only within the sphere. And uh, one thing I can say, we are the changed generation. Mm -hmm. We're changing a lot um, in society. And the generations to come will understand it's going to be so much easier for them because we are instilling for us that are having kids we're still instilling in them something about what a true fight with god is um no no disregards to the generation before but it was a religion and it was a culture thing i think with our generation we're like okay if i'm gonna serve this god I'm going to understand why I'm serving him and why I'm praising him and not because I'm just going to go because that's what the tradition of our family is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the power of God is really going to be able to get shown because we are instilling really understand God for you, not Mm -hmm. for me, not for anybody else, but understand God for you because Mm -hmm. Yes, my story of God is going to help you understand who he is, but you got to sit in that word, in that prayer, in that praise and worship for yourself, because what you're going to face is totally different. Even if it's the same, like it's so many cancer patients, but their cancer is it it could be the exact same cancer I have, but it's so much different Different. than what I'm going to go through. Mm hmm. No matter if I think a certain way, we can think the exact same way, act the same way, eat the same food. But our experience with it is going to be so much different. Yeah, your GPS is different. My GPS is different. Yeah, that's 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 what it is. That's the word. So, y'all, we have talked y'all ears to death. I hope y'all caught the gems. We dropped a few. We did drop a few. Jewels. It's a little royal. Y'all, we just woke up this morning and decided, like, we doing a podcast Let's right on the spot. Whatever it comes out is what comes out. We had no plan, no nothing. We just got on here and went. And that's the best part about it. However, could you tell us uh, tell us when Royalty with Reason is again? How can they find you on social media? Okay, girl. Okay. Uh, so Royalty with Reason is December 2nd. 
2018 at 2 p.m. Um, you can follow find me on Instagram at a girl with a lupus underscore. Um, and the tickets will be in my bio. The ticket link will be in my bio or you can go to Eventbrite um, and search royalty with reasons. Again, that is December 2nd. And um, because I am ready to meet you guys and I want to do some love we are going to start our Black Friday sale today. Um, so, today? yep. So tickets are gonna drop down to that good old ten dollars. Ten dollars. Get it's ten dollars, y'all. Get it now. You can go spend ten dollars at Chick Fil A. Come on, somebody. Easy. Come Easy. on, somebody. So go and get your ten dollars. Come out, support, become aware, network, get to know new people because it's not just about her. And she's making sure that this event is not solely about her. No. It's about awareness in the community, <laughs> right? It's just about awareness in the community and learning how to stay fit. You don't have to, you know, have lupus to be to be healthy. Yep. There's there's other baggage in our lives that we need to detox and become come healthy on. in. So come on. don't always look at an event or something just as, you know, what it is exactly. for and think about how God can use you or what can God show you in exactly. this event. So Amen. that's all that I have for today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Sissy. I love you. I love you so much. Y'all be blessed. Hope to see I will see you guys December 2nd. Right. Um, And we're going to declare the name of Jesus. Y'all know where to find me. My Sharia Moore, born and perfectly perfect. Two says. Two says.